0: if you look at the body of law of instant wages the body of law is actually hey consumers don't go to payday loans right and so what has happened is all the wage advance companies historically have said well this is not a loan this is not a loan this is not a loan this is not a, like this is an advance it's something else um, um because the body of law was not ready for a product like this one
1: welcome to the tear sheet podcast i'm TearSheet editor-in-chief zach miller Earned wage access has become an important value proposition for workers, and therefore many neobanks generally offer it. But for larger banking institutions, few do. And a lot of that has to do with the lack of regulatory clarity. Each state has a different approach to it, but that's all changing. Nico Simcoe, CEO of Clare, joins me on the podcast to talk about the evolution of EWA and some of the recent legal moves some states have taken to clear things up. Clare is a free on demand pay app for frontline workers. In addition to drilling down on regulatory changes for earned wage access, Nico and I also tackle Claire's distribution strategy, how the app helps people save money, the mechanics of wage advance and how they work, Claire's fundraising history, and where Nico wants to steer the firm in the future. Nico Simcoe is my guest today on the Tearsheet podcast. So who are you and what do you do?
0: Hi, Zach, thank you so much for having me. I'm Nico Simcoe, I'm the co-founder and CEO of Claire. Claire, in a nutshell is the best bank for America's workforce and our premium feature is you work today, you get paid today.
1: Uh, I'm curious how you got to this, um, to this role. You, you're your first time entrepreneur in the FinTech space, correct? First time. Okay, and uh, tell us a little bit about your background and I'm curious why choose you know, earned wage access as, as your foothold into the sector?
0: Yeah, of course. Um, when I was 18, I uh, got a little bit of an unexpected offer to come and do my studies in the United States um, during that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I am. Uh, my family's from Argentina, but I grew up in Switzerland. Okay. Um, and a uh, very different payment system there. There's no more checks, something that the US uh, somehow couldn't get rid of. I think the statistics is still 50% of checks or are, uh, are, are, are 50% of payments are still checks. Um, but anyways, back to, back to my story. Um, Uh, So when I came over, I ended up working hourly jobs for about three to four years of college. Um, And my job was, uh, throughout this entire time, was the same. I was an economics tutor, and so I worked hourly. Uh, Every uh, tutoring session that I did, counted for a certain amount of hours, and then I calculated the hours, and I got paid. Um, The way that happened was, it was a two-week pay cycle, and then they needed to print a check, and then they sent it over to me. So I got paid basically every three weeks. Um, and the university
1: and, was the payer here?
0: And the university was payer, exactly. Okay. And, uh, and I remember that it was around 2012 and that I think Venmo was starting to have some traction. It was a tiny startup with like seven people. And I signed up for Venmo at like literally the same week that I was complaining to my friends that this thing of checks getting paid and the two-week pay cycle made no sense. They were like, okay, yeah, but let's split this bill, sign up for this app called Venmo. And I was like, in my head... I was like, if I can pay my friends in a split second, why can't my employer, that's literally across the street from me, get me paid as soon as I finish a shift? Makes sense. And, and and exactly. And I was like, this this is this is crazy. And now fast forward a little bit, you know, whatever five six years later, I'm at J.P. Morgan. I work in the banking side, focused on payments companies. And I saw what Uber was doing with Uber Money, uh, and I was giving debit cards to all of their drivers who would sign up. And the drivers, if they sign up for this debit card, as soon as they finished a the ride, they could get uh, the money that they earned. And I was like, damn, okay, we need to bring this concept in the entire United States and we need to ideally, right, make it completely free for all of the customers.
1: So Claire does that. And then, um, and you do that in two different ways, right? You do that directly with the employee um, and you also work through the employers as well, right?
0: Right. So we we have a very... A special distribution strategy at Claire. Um, we actually embedded within workforce management and payroll systems. So instead of for the first two, two and a half years, we never sold directly to an employee or to an employer. Uh, what we did is we just put a button in the HR tech system. Um, and then recently, what has happened is larger and larger businesses just knocked at our doors. Um, I think as we, you know, as a business guru, we passed the bar of 7,000 active businesses now, uh, we have ten thousand in the system. Over ten thousand in the system, um, and and larger businesses came. We started distributing directly to employer. We haven't gone into the the business of going direct to employee because that's a data problem. You don't know if people worked or not. So, like you know, you can't really offer wage advances for free at that point.
1: Got it. And and in terms of going directly to the employers, you have a, a direct sales force. You.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, we have done a lot of inbounded uh, customers. So a lot of it was our, um what I would say, like five to 10 person team that suddenly said, hey, Nico, we're tasked to talk to HR tech systems, but here's all the businesses that want to talk to us. So we ended up building in about a team of 15 people that now just focus on employers. And yes, we have a Salesforce now.
1: And do they come knowing, um, it, it, with an inbound inquiry, I guess, do, do uh, employers come knowing what they want and why they want it? Like, I guess what... At what stage in the cycle are they when they approach you like how knowledgeable yeah. are they about earned wage access
0: they uh it's a good question they aren't ready when they come over to us i think what happens is one of their employees said hey i had this mm-hmm. in my previous job i would love to connect it so they call us up and be like how do i connect this for my for my employees they that has a benefit times. for their employer employees right yeah. exactly Exactly. Some others have heard of pay cards. So they're like, oh, this is a pay card uh, because mm-hmm. you do need to put your paycheck on, on a clear card. It's like, no, it's a difference. It's a digital bank and you get paid in real time. Um, so there's a little bit of education. And then some others, especially the very large ones, have heard of on-demand pay or in which access. Um, and then they're very surprised that our feature is in our bank is completely free. And so they're like, whoa, OK, so if you don't charge for in which access, how do you make money? So then the story of the bank comes out. We make money off of, you know, MasterCard interchange. Um, and, uh, and, 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 so there's a lot of education that takes place, like 50% of what the team does is always education, education.
1: And did you know when you were starting that you would call yourself a bank? Cause I kind of feel like you may do the same, similar things to other EWA companies, but calling yourself a bank totally positions you differently.
0: Yes. Yes. Um, I think the vision has always been since day one that I think we're bidding, we're building the best, uh, bank for hourly workers. Again, Claire is not a bank. The bank mm-hmm. is uh, a pathword, pathword that uh, I know you've met in the past. Um and and yes, the, 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 vision here was always, hey, people will sign up for a new digital bank if yeah. they can um, if they can have a feature that doesn't exist. And being able to clock out and get your money is one. But we wanted to build the app in a way that helps them save. Because first of all, we don't make money when people take wage advances; We actually lose money because we put that on our own PL. It's mm. kind of the free thing we give in the entrance. So we want to help people get away from taking wage advances. And uh, and that's also what consumers want, right? They come with a need, but they want to stay for financial freedom, financial stability, and the ability to budget. So that's what we offer them in the application.
1: That's a really interesting perspective. So how, how do you think about getting them to stay? Like, so you, you offer this leading tool that they don't necessarily have access to through their general bank. They switch over... Um, now they got their paycheck hits your card and 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 what are you doing to keep them there?
0: Yeah. um, I mean, I'll take some of the user testimonials that that we get. Um, the average you know customer that we take over come, you know, banks is at a community bank um locally. We're in all fifty states now. um and and so you know, they've inherited usually that, you know bank that they are with from their parents or from mm-hmm. from kind of the community. And suddenly at their place of work, they sign up for Claire. And what they see within the application is they now have access to features they've never had access to before. I'll give you one example, ATMs, right? They're still like cash. It's still prevalent in many parts of our lives. We have an ATM map, which literally looks like Google Maps, where they can mm-hmm. see, based on their location, which one is the closest ATM that's free. And there's 40,000 across the country. So we have the largest network possible. Um, And all of these ATMs are free. The second thing is we have um, a high interest savings account. So they can also like put money aside. And for a lot of people, you know, earning two, three, 4% is is not nothing. Um, They have the ability to move money both instantly and also um, uh, through regular rails called ACH. Uh, And they can do all of that from the app. And then finally, we also built a way to print checks because a lot of people still pay rent with checks. So you can literally do it from the app and we will mail you a check. And all of these features, once you start using them, it's very hard to go away and go back to Mm -hmm. your traditional bank. That doesn't give you all of this. I mean, you know, we still use checks from time to time, but it's very rare. So would you need a checkbook? No, you just need an app where you click two buttons and five days later, a check is in the mail or you send it directly to the person you need. So we've really designed the features so people would stay for the bank, but come for the wage advances.
1: Hmm. And I'm trying to think back to when you were an analyst at JP Morgan, like why this specific sector? I mean, you could have, um, I'm just thinking you started the company when? In
0: 2019.
1: 2019. Well, I mean, this is like peak fintech time, right? You could have gone a variety of different ways. What was it about this challenge that, that, you know, yeah. got you into the space?
0: I could really relate to the problem. Um, I think that that personal issue back when you were in college, exactly, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. It was a personal issue. I, I, I think there's, I think there's, it's, it's a problem that was real, really acute. And unless you've been an hourly worker, um, at least some time, or you know, you've had to work paycheck to paycheck, um, it's very hard to comprehend. But this is a real acute issue, and so I felt like if you can start at a place where people are really in need of something then you can really bring them in, in an easy way. And therefore you can build a really category defining company. And that's what, and I, you know, the reason why I started this little story is like the reason why I started this company was because, because I couldn't stop talking about it. And uh, one of my bosses at JP Moore that retired at the same time, I wouldn't, I I would ask him for coffee to get some advice because I was, and, and then he said, Look, I, I we need to stop getting coffee here. I'm going to give you money and go do your thing there. So <laughs> Just stop talking and, to me about this exactly. challenge,
1: Nico. Yeah,
0: and and he's our first investor, and he was on our advisory board early on, and those are the people that that helped me get going.
1: I have to imagine um, that at, at some point, more and more banks start to offer this, and, and which I mean, do you foresee a future like that? It's so. And yes, not like what's preventing them from doing that?
0: It's a good question. So the problem, principally. That we have, and that's what we call a mode. So, like, a, kind of, it's a defensive uh, mechanism for the business. Is that you can't just like give wage advances to people in the streets, right? And the reason why is because you don't know if they worked or not. You don't know if they clocked in and out. You don't know what their salary is. And so, the 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 reason why a you know a Chase or a Bank of America cannot just start giving wage advances is because they l- need to go and partner with workforce management, payroll companies, and big and businesses. And that playing. takes time. Or, or with Claire, exactly. Well, the thing okay. is, we bring up we bring over deposits, so we love the fact that like we have this amazing channel. We want to be able to capture it for our partner bank, Pathward, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I think if they would want to go Advanced through the route of yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so you know, we we are always open, and we talk to Pathward a lot about it, like open to 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 thinking about how the wage advance and you know the banking for hourly workers will look in the future, and we want to adapt the business model as we go. Um, but right now, you know, capturing the paycheck is immensely valuable.
1: Totally. Um, and why choose PathWord? You know, I know, you know, there's a few dozen partner banks. Well, why specifically PathWord?
0: We're so mission aligned. Um, I think, uh, I think you've had, uh, somebody was that clear else from, from the beginning. Th- that was clear from the beginning. When, when, when we met, we met about two dozen banks. Uh, I mean, it was an enormous amount of, 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 of research and, and they really It's a lot of due diligence and they, and, you know, I mean, talk about the latest product that we shipped with them. It it is, Pathword is the first bank, I think, to do wage advances, like issued by a national bank Um, that has never existed before. Um, Wage advances is a new product. It's really a way for people to not have to go to payday loans. And, you know, it's, it's instead of paying like whatever, 450% APR that you actually physically pay throughout the year, um, you, meaning you pay $400 for $100, like um, you know, w- PathWord was like, we need we need to find a solution for this. And they were really engaged with us and they helped us bring this product to market. So that's very special.
1: Um, so, I mean, there, we've covered at Tearsheet a few different things about um, some challenges, I guess, in, in the EWA market about, one was sort of lack of clarity on, on regulation. And um, I think that's beginning to take form. Maybe you could talk yep. to us, like some of the recent changes and, and how you see that sitting
0: okay. where you do. So let's let's start about the essence of what wage advances are. If you go back I would say 20 years, wage advances would have been really hard to build. Why? Because the data that sits within employment wasn't really available to financial um, you know, financial institutions. Right. And so all that you had left was basically a world of not free instant wage advances put in your card immediately. It was like come pay me $400 Over the course of a year to get $100 payday loan. So, of course, if you look at the body of law of instant wages, the body of law is actually hey, consumers don't go to payday loans, right? And so, what has happened is all the wage advance companies historically have said, well, this is not a loan, this is not a loan, this is not a loan, this is not not like, this is an advance, it's something else, um, um, because the body of law was not ready for a product like this one. And was and that so what is that a reason
1: also why some of the companies didn't charge fees or they did the tipping and stuff like that? Exactly. To make it clarify that it didn't look like a loan?
0: Exactly, oh. exactly. That's, that's exactly right. And so, and that created a lot of friction, I would say, but it's not like there's good and there's bad friction. I think this is good right. friction. Is like there is an innovative product that consumers want is better than what's currently in the market, but the body of law needs to first analyze these products, kind of hold them into analysis. I think the DFPI in California did this. They kind of asked a lot of large advanced companies to like submit their data so they could analyze what was going on. And um Missouri and Nevada were the first states that kind of looked at this discrepancy between where the law was and what these innovative products were doing. And Missouri and Nevada said, Hey, you know what? This is this is way better than what's out there for consumers. Paying even two or three dollars for a hundred dollars one time, right? If you analyze that, that's two or three percent, you don't, you know, you don't count for the days, like that's way better than than most things. So we should allow these 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 players to operate and we should give them an ability to get a license, right? And so all the states starting. Um, you know, enabling licenses, the, the, lending there are two other specifically, well, this is where it gets interesting. Ah. Missouri and Nevada don't think this is a loan, whereas mm-hmm. Maryland and Connecticut do think it's a loan. So what's going on is you're going to have this discrepancy between states that think this is a lending activity and those that don't, um, those that do think it's a lending activity say, Hey, you need to disclose what the effective APR is. You need to, uh, you need to, you know, most probably because it's so new, I don't know what they're going to do. But you know, respect the Truth and Lending Act, which is a federal act that that was mm-hmm. enacted in in the seventies. Um, and uh, and 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 so we're kind of in this situation right now in the past few months, which is fantastic to be transparent. Is that literally people are starting to take stances, um, and that's great for the for the you know for the ecosystem. I think there is still probably something like forty five states to go that have not taken a stance yet. Um, I think based on everything I'm reading, just you know publicly available. I think California will edge on the side that this is a form of credit. This is a form of lending. And I understand why, because they're like, hey, this is lending, right? It's pretty simple. You give money to people who you expect to get paid back. So you need all these standard disclosures. And then it's up to the consumer to decide whether they want to take that in advance or not. Um, and 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 that I completely agree with. Um, yeah. So it sounds like what you're saying, Nico, like,
1: regardless of where the states fall out on, you, and I have to assume if they fall out on the side that it's a credit product. That's more work for you guys, um, but still the clarity is better for the market.
0: Exactly. So the product that with Claire is that we partnered with a with a national bank. So Claire doesn't advance money to consumers; it's a national Pathwork. bank that does. Yes. Mm-hmm. So exactly. So Pathword is lending. What that means is, and this is how I explain it to the team is, we over regulated ourselves to start with what that basically means is we got a bank to do this we defined that this was a loan and then we respected we got servicing licenses in all states so right now we're able to operate we're probably one of the only if not the only wage advance solution that has licenses in all states but we have lending licenses right um so for us a little bit. And that was the mindset is it doesn't really matter what happens in the states because either the states say this is a loan. Okay, we're licensed. Or if they say this is not a loan, they'll be like, okay, we just get the wage advance license. That's fine. We can downgrade per se because that's easier. Right. So as wage advance, um, uh, as sorry, states enact wage advance rules, we can also decide that in certain states, we're just going to comply with that instead of being a servicer and, you know, working, working with a national bank. So, for us, it's that puts actually a lot good of news. operational
1: onus on you, though, right? Like state by state, to have different models in each state. Like, I assume there yes. be some states the more rigorous their 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 rules are, the less coverage they'll have for their for their citizens.
0: Exactly. Personally. For for us, the view is we already went through that, so we did get over 52 licenses I think at Claire um I have to double check the number um but we we got a lot of licenses and we got all of that done so it was we spent we raised a lot of venture capital money because we wanted to create the model the right way and that's where most of our venture capital money went is into building that framework um so now it's easier because now as everybody's like you know freaking out that you know Maryland and Connecticut are calling this alone and somebody else is not calling it alone I'm like guys we were It's a national bank that does it. If you want to know what a regulatory framework is, go talk to PathWord because they're the national bank that's issuing the advances. That's it.
1: Got it. Um, You mentioned fundraising. You just did a fundraising as well, right? Can you tell us about that?
0: Exactly. So we raised... A total of 45 million dollars um since the since the beginning of Claire, $25 million was in the last round. Um, we also pathword allocated $150 million uh for the consumer lending program, meaning it's not money they give to Claire, it's money that they will advance to consumers for wage advances. So that gives us kind of a raising amount almost at you know it's $195 million. And you know, we're we're really proud of that because in a market where I think there's been a lot of pull out of of um what I would say like consumer fintech, like mm-hmm. we've seen a little bit of an acceleration in our growth and also in our in our funding.
1: Got it. Congratulations on that round. That's pretty impressive, particularly now. Thank and you. that. I mean, the Pathward advancing the money also helps to, I guess, uh, accentuate the the partnership and the alignment in terms of values. Um, I want to go back to something, Nico. You said earlier we we had a discussion around whether companies use this or envision this as a benefit for their employees. Um, can you talk about that? And 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 do you see employers using it as a way to lure new employees in? Is it how far do they go as in terms of offering this?
0: One hundred percent. They go pretty far. Um, there, w- w- what we've seen is is that employers, it depends on the industries, but employers where there's a shortage of employees, meaning in the healthcare space, there's a national shortage of nurses or in the construction space, there's a shortage of construction workers. Um, they need to find a way to compete. And and uh, for example, in the nursing space, um, there's a lot of nurses that have traveling jobs. And what traveling jobs are is they will just pick up a shift from time to time and there they get paid in real time. So then, when they go back to a regular employer, they're like, "I want to get paid in real time." So it's a gr- it's a fantastic tool to attract amazing talent. I'm spending a lot of time with hospital networks right now, um, helping them with this, and because employees will choose that job over another for the same pay, um, so yeah, it's a it's a it's a huge recruiting tool for them.
1: Um- I'm gonna ask you a question I don't know if you'll be able to answer it, but I'm kind of curious like in terms of your product pipeline, as you think about end of 2023, you know into 2024 are there are there new products and services you're adding to the to the portfolio.
0: Yes. Um... We recently launched a really cool product called Clare for Employers. So that really allows these in, like inbound employers and some that we that we reach out to now as well um, to very easily in less than five minutes sign up for for Clare so they can enable it for all of their employees. So That was a lot of work. Um, so we're very excited about it. Um, so that's that's number one. Number two is we're developing a lot of and doing a lot of research around um, embedding even more within high tech workforce management and payroll companies. And what that basically means is um, take a very advanced, you know, uh, pay app that employees use, the provider will probably want to have like an API to build the equivalent of Claire, right? And so we're really working closely with them and with our partner bank to figure out like, what does that product look like? Because I really see a separation between us, you know, uh, uh, owning end-to-end the banking experience of the consumer and then leveraging all of the technology we have in the background and also the regulatory compliance framework and offering that as an API uh, to high-tech HR systems. So between, I would say, these two big accelerations, that's where most of the money is going to.
1: Nico, thanks for joining us on the Teoshi podcast today.
0: Of course. Thank you so much, Zach.